Listener-supported KFUO, this is the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good to talk to you today. It's great to talk to you as well. God's blessings on you and Marcia as you have your ups and downs through the course of the week. Yeah, with all the health issues that uh, my wife is having, that's some of the reasons, I haven't shared this with the listeners, but that's some of the reasons I, uh, I've been taking some of my programs off to help her uh, with doctor visits and everything. So, yeah, we have some doctor visits that we'll be doing soon again, so I'll be off again for a couple of days. Thanks for your prayers on that, Doug. And, and Vicki and I have had our own uh, health care issues, so uh, we know where you're going and what you're doing. Right. And we pray for <laughs> you and your wife and the issues that you guys are having as well with your health. Right. But what we're going to try to do is we're going to try and keep doing this on Wednesdays. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, that's okay. our plan. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the Lord's Prayer because that's introduced to us in one of our, of our Sunday readings. Uh, then after he gives us the Lord's Prayer, Jesus explains to us how God responds to our prayers. And he uses a little parable. He said to them, which of you has a friend who will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, He will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Interesting little little section here. Impudence is the interesting word here. And uh, and I'm, I'm working on this for my Sunday sermon. And the dictionary tells us that impudence means uh, 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 rude is a main trait of impudence. Another is doing something you're not supposed to do, usually with an attitude that shows you don't care. And Jesus says, that's how you should pray to God. Wow. Hmm. Sounds like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> The writer of several books on the stories behind our favorite hymns, Robert J. Morgan, who I quote quite often, remembers hearing the words to a John Newton hymn, Come My Soul, Thy Suit Prepare, when he was a college student. There he met Ruth Graham, the wife of Billy Graham, as she quoted the second verse of this hymn while she she was teaching the class about prayer. And here's the second verse. Thou art coming to a king, large petitions with thee bring. For his grace and power are such, none can ever ask too much. So, so far we've heard about large petitions and impudence from both Jesus and John Newton. Praying in such a way sounds both frightening and confusing to us. Newton's 18th century lyrics begin with this first verse. Come, my soul, thy suit prepare. Jesus loves to answer prayer. He himself has bid thee pray. 
therefore will not say thee nay. I'm quoting John Newton's lyrics from a couple of hundred years ago. It's kind of interesting. You look at the bottom of the hymnal and they have different words for uh, some of these verses that we aren't familiar with. Um, and, and it says ALT on, uh, on the hymn. That means that the uh, text has been altered. But we know that John Newton wrote in English. So this is basically 18th century English. The word suit, for instance, means petition. This reminds me of a prayer practice I learned in a book published in 1960 titled A Lutheran Prayer Book. In this book, Pastor John W. Doberstein explains that we can pray each of the seven petitions of the Lord's Prayer on each of the seven days of the week. Now, that doesn't sound like rocket science, but it was an amazing suggestion to me. And, and I have a copy of the book. It's not large. And what I'm talking about here is not a large section. All um, Doberstein does is he quotes the small catechism for the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth petition. Well, what I did was I took that idea and I said, hmm, I wonder how we would pray on Sunday or Monday using uh, the suggestions in the catechism. I'll give you a couple of ideas. For instance, the first petition, how hallowed be thy name, is the Sunday prayer, okay? It guides us on how we regard God as that from which we are to expect all good and in which we take no refuge, or to take all refuge in distress. Now, the, the challenge on Sunday when we say, hallowed be thy name, is to acknowledge that the one who has authority in our world is God, and not those people we normally think have authority. That's a challenge all by itself. And it's worth persistent prayer every Sunday in order to remind us that that's the base, that's, that's the reality, and everything else is, uh, is a false god. Newton's third verse says, Lord, I come to thee for rest. Take possession of my breast. There my blood-bought right remain, and without a rival reign. Let's just move down the days of the week. Say, for instance, the Wednesday petition. Give us this day our daily bread. What do you think give us this day our daily bread would mean, Gary? Pretty much give us our needs for the day. That's right. For instance, in the small catechism, Luther explains that daily bread has everything that has to do with the needs of the body. It's important for us to remember that praying for the needs of our body is something that we need to do. And maybe it's a good idea to concentrate on that every Wednesday, because that would be the day we would pray, give us this day our daily bread, Thursday, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. My take on this petition is that it is talking about all those with government authority, our parents, teachers, and supervisors who have authority over us, that this petition has to do with how they should function forgiving as our trespasses, uh, trespasses is how those in authority should rule over us. Could you imagine that? If that's the guiding mm -hmm. pattern of somebody who has authority, yeah. that you forgive. Remember what forgiveness means. That means that it doesn't mean that somebody isn't punished for doing something wrong. Right. That means that the person who does the forgiveness takes the punishment on himself, even if he is the one who is offended. Yeah. Exactly. And and you can't be forgiven if you didn't do something wrong. So that that forgiveness itself means that you did. If someone forgives you, that means you did wrong to them. Could you imagine how that could govern 
the people with authority around us and how that would change the world in which we live in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Ephesians, St. Paul's talking about masters and slaves, and he says, he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him, which means that the ultimate master is God even if we think, once again, we have authority. And, you know, as, as you mentioned, uh, with uh, with the forgiveness, it doesn't mean they're not going to be punished if it's a crime, you know. It's just no, pretty much means I'm not going to take any action myself. I'm going to leave it to the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and it's very important for us to understand that um, that doesn't necessarily mean, as we think in the world in which we live, that if we get the majority of everybody to agree with us, then everything's fine, and we can throw everybody else over a cliff. No, the gospel of Jesus Christ says the one who's thrown over the cliff was Jesus himself when he died on the cross for us. He took our burden on himself. It doesn't mean that um, because he died on the cross and because he rose again on the third day, he totally forgets everything we say, think, say, and do wrong. He remembers, but he takes the burden on himself. That's the Thursday prayer yeah. for anybody in authority. Right. I think we can pray aggressively, and we pray one petition per day. Newton's hymn concludes with this verse. Show me what I have to do, every hour my strength renew. Let me live a life of faith, let me die thy people's death. And so it's a challenge. Um, Hopefully, Gary, you'll get a chance to hear my Sunday sermon, because I'm going to go over all seven of those petitions and give you my take on them as a way of understanding how we pray seven days a week and how we can get to the point where we are praying aggressively and impudently. That's, that's my take on prayer this week. Okay. Well, I look forward to uh, hearing that Sunday. Would you like to lead us in a prayer today? Yes, sure. Thank you. Lord, help us by following you in daily prayer, and to do so because we know that you hear and will answer our prayers. So teach us to pray. For we pray in the name of Jesus, who has taught us how to live in and for faith, because he is our Savior. Amen. Amen. What's next week's uh, discussion about? Well, well, next week, uh, we hear in the Gospel reading, Jesus warning against holding on to this world too tightly, the the, the allurement of the world around us, um, especially money, fame, power, all of those things. We hear how he really wants us to pray, as we listen to William Keith's great hymn, All People That on Earth Do Dwell. And uh, that hymn is, uh, has as its tune called The Old Hundredth, which means it is a tune that was originally written to be sung as we sang the Hundredth Psalm. And we'll talk a little bit about that tradition of song, psalm tunes uh, making it into hymn lyrics. Uh, sounds great. That's what look, we're doing next week. Look forward to that. Thank you so much for being on the program today. <laughs> Certainly, Gary. We are listener-supported. We are KFUO. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us uh, anywhere for our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Remember, search out KFUO Radio.